Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Fish Scales from Nappy Roots supposed to be joining us here in just a bit. Before we get to that, let's introduce our beers for the week. Scott, what do you got in your mug this week? <sighs> I am drinking, 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 drinking. <laughs> Ow now, brown cow. Uh, I'm drinking <laughs> Vape Lord by uh, Urban Family Brewing Company. It is a strawberry bubblegum sour ale with vanilla, allegedly. Uh, coming in at 8.0. Uh, geez. It's, uh, we were talking about a pre-show. It kind of tastes like strawberry champagne, and I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, we're going to see how this holds up, so yeah. Let's do it. We're doing the scale this week on the Nappy Root scale from aw nah, hell nah up to y'all done up and done it. So where does this one fall right now for you, Scott? This is starting at the bottom, so uh, this is... I, I know that's not the name of the song, but I'm just going to go ahead and say all my life I've been Poe right here with this one. Uh, so this is going to have to uh, get on the come up uh, real quick to, to elevate itself because it's starting off pretty weak. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Drew, what are you drinking this week? Uh, I am doing Gulo Gulo from Wolverine State Brewing Company up in Ann Arbor, my hometown there. Uh, very, very excited for this one. I've had it in the past. Uh, but let me just jump ahead here and answer your question. I'm going to rate this on as a, oh, hell no, because my ass didn't realize they're not twist-offs. <laughs> Like, now I'm sitting here, I can't get in my beer. I'm trying to break it up on the table. I have a wine bottle opener, apparently, in this room that doesn't work. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's amazing. Uh, all right. Well, well, hopefully that one, uh, you get into that one here soon, Drew. I am drinking. I'm going super basic because it's October, everybody. So it's time for them pumpkin beers. I am drinking hashtag PSL pumpkin spice latte from Spice Trade Brewing out in Colorado. Uh, it's a, what is this? 6.7% ABV brew. Uh, it is a decent brew so far, man. So I'm super pumped for this one. Uh, we will see how this one holds up on the, the nappy scale from on I hell not, uh, y'all done up and done it. It's pretty close to y'all done up and done it. It's, it's up there. So, uh, we will see how this one holds up a uh, brand new show starting up here in just a minute. Everybody hit those share buttons. Help us out. an all-new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight? Good, feeling great. How are you, Braves up 2-0? <laughs> Good for you, man. I'm I'm happy for you. Very happy for you. Uh, also hanging out with us, as always, Drew. Drew, how you feeling, man? 
don't even get me started. I can't believe that's seeing on the goddamn national channel, but it is what it is. Well, there you I'm, go. I'm excited to hang out here with you boys tonight. There you go. And a uh, special guest coming in with us tonight. Uh, you know him from the Grammy Award winning group Nappy Roots. Uh, our boy Fish Scales hanging out. Fish Scales, how you doing, man? Did we lose fish? Oh, oh my gosh, he was there, awesome. and then he dropped. No, <laughs> he was here. I swear, he, he was here. Motherfucking <laughs> spectrum got him too. Goddamn, <laughs> he was I right see, there. Man. He was I'm seriously pretty, in the waiting room. He even I saw him. Up. I saw him on I the think video. He was in the, uh, I think he was in the uh, the brewery because it looked like he took us back in. Like, yeah. Stand kitchen situation there he hey, set us up on the table him. all right we're gonna give him a minute to get back in uh oh, it oh, looks wait. like it looks like he's hanging back in right now uh yeah there he is what's up fish awesome, man. how you doing man switch places in the brewery man um just got the new internet set. I'm doing great. Braves are winning. I'm happy. Ah, yeah. Yeah. We got two Braves go. fans on the show. <laughs> well, Fish, yes, thanks sir. for joining us, man. We really appreciate you taking some time out and hanging out with us tonight, man. How's everything Thank going? Uh, how's everything going at the brewery? Getting set up, man. Oh, it's amazing, man. We um we just getting the furniture in. We just got a new piece of equipment last night. Our new new brew house came in last night, and it's um. It was an adventure because it was a 700-pound brew system Ooh. that we had to take off of a five-foot lift without a forklift. So <laughs> we called on a few of our friends. It was, it was the most dangerous thing I've done this year. <laughs> <laughs> you survived, though. That's the important thing. That's we, a- we, got, we got the brew system inside the brewery, so we're ready to make some beer, man. That, that sounds like the worst moving call anybody's ever made. Like, <laughs> how many, t- how how many people would you have to go you through? Buy huh? How much pizza do you have to buy your buddies to move that shit in compared to like a couch? I paid them in beer. Oh, that where there you go. Better. It's that spillage. It so you know. We took it from one truck to the next just because it was too heavy to to drop it off. But um, I just knew somebody would get seriously injured, but we didn't. <laughs> Maybe we did. We just drank so much beer during the whole process. <laughs> Man, dude, this guy fits right on. <laughs> like, what else are you doing next Wednesday about 8 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, pay you up in beer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you need to pay us. We'll pay you in beer. How's that sound? Scales, I I got to ask you, man, how did you uh, you get the name Fish Scales? Where did that even originate from, man? Truthfully, I hate that question, bro. I ain't going to lie. All right. Well, <laughs> never mind. Forget it. <laughs> Way to start off the interview, Mike. The reason I hate it is because it started from a negative connotation. Like, um, it was just, it was about drugs. You know, me oh, and my homie trying to do our little drug thing and fish scales referring to cocaine. Um, but as we, when we signed our record deal in 97, you know, I wanted to change it. I wanted something more positive. So I took the fish scales off and just made it scales. And I said, I got to find something that scales represent. And I later found out that, um, well, I, I knew I was a Libra, but I found out that the scales was designed for a Libra. So I kind of rode that wave and just made it something more positive than, Did you I, know, cocaine. I respect <laughs> the hell out of that. I respect that you, like, still, like, kept it because it's like, you know, it's a part of your identity in the group at that point. But you, you spin it in right. a different way. Like, that's that's pretty admirable, man. Uh, I, I really dig right. that. 
Let me ask you and, this. And Mike just said admirable without stuttering once. This is going real well. Like, he's back on the – he's good. We're good now. He was a little shook earlier there at that question. You got this. Come on. Yeah. Now, I was well, doing – I appreciate you asking that. It's, it's just a whole story, to, which ain't really a significant story, but that's kind of – Well, no, and that's good. And that also, like, I, I think hearing stuff like that gives people who might be dealing with that kind of stuff, you know, hope that, like, look, I can turn it around too, man. So, like, that that's a yeah. that's a very admirable thing. Um, let's, I'll, I'll totally switch gears and I won't talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about the name anymore, but let me ask you this. I was doing some research and, uh, supposedly you played a little college ball back in the day at Western Kentucky, right? Yes. I'm a, I'm a b-ball fan. Man. Is that, is that your go-to? Like with all the sports overlap, that's what you've been watching is, is the bubble, the NBA bubble. Oh, I love the bubble. <laughs> I love the bubble. I hear people say it's not the same. Yeah. Maybe it's because we went so long with our sports. I love the bubble, man. I had no problem with it at all. Dude, I feel you. I was talking to someone today, and, and, and originally I said Lakers in three. That didn't <laughs> work out so well. Uh, now it's looking like On Lakers seven in seven game five. series, you clown. <laughs> Look, man, all I'm saying is, is Brian wouldn't be denied. And, and, the end, and what's his name? Silver's ready to rip the plug because it's like, man, this is costing him an arm and a leg every day. <laughs> But I was telling him, I'm a little bummed that, that it's going to be Lakers in five. I'm going to be out with NBA uh, ball for a while, but it's only two months until the next season's starting up. Is it two months? Is that what they come to? That's 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 what I had heard from there. I don't know how they're pulling that off, but we only got to go two months, and then that means we just have, you know, Patty Mahomes take us through. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the next season, if you start that early, it's going to be effective. Like these oh, guys, yeah. the Lakers have been there since july like they've been in the bubble since july that's a long time man you got to kind of decompress after this whole series they look bored like they kind of not bored but you can tell those guys are kind of tired man i see it in their face they're kind of mentally tired they want to get it over with quick plus i'm a big laker fan oh, oh you just oh. want the trophy no <laughs> magic johnson is my religion bro like i that's I am who I am because that's of- that's fine. I mean, you I'm, know, what you could have said. I'm anyway. putting that in my taxes. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were Hawks because ain't nobody got a problem with the Hawks, bro. Listen, the crazy thing is, I'm I'm the biggest Lakers fan, but when they play the Hawks, I cheer for the Hawks. Okay, that's All fair right. enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll accept that. Well, speaking of the bubble and NBA and everything, and you being down there and familiar with Atlanta. Uh, I, mm. obviously I'm sure you heard about what happened with Lou Williams. Can you tell us about that, that, that lemon pepper chicken at uh, magic city? Oh, it's a real thing. Like, it's a real thing. <laughs> it you has come, to be. If you come, you gotta, you gotta try Atlanta lemon pepper wings, bro. And, um, magic city. I don't know what they, what kind of wings they selling. Cause they do a fifty dollar door charge, and I'm not paying that to go. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I, I can't pay fifty dollars before I pay for wings. No thanks. Yeah, I said strip clubs ain't really my thing. I'm not paying money just to go in and throw money away. Like that <laughs> man after my own heart. Huh? <laughs> I, he said, "Man after my own heart." That's my, my my thing about strip clubs. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have money to throw away at somebody just to go home by myself. What? Yeah. But what if, what if I told you guys that $50 got you all you can eat wings? Does that change your answer? That's more interesting. I'm back I'm on board. <laughs> I'm back on board. You piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I feel like that's the right number for wings. Like, now, if it's a Chinese buffet, it's got to be like 15. That's the ceiling there because there's only so high you can go. 
Exactly. But <laughs> Atlanta, 50, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. So have yeah. you had the have you had the B-dubs or the, uh, what is it, the, the, the Wingstop ones? Because they both Wingstop. introduced it. Oh, so that's legit? The Wingstop ones are legit? Oh, um, yeah, B-dubs, that's kind of commercial. That's what I'm opinion. saying, though. Like, that's how we got up here. Like, so that's how do I get Atlanta wings in South Ohio? Like, what's South the closest Ohio. I can Mm, what city are y'all near? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati has good food, right? That's all no, right. We got Skyline what Chili, man. Go for chili. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the you know, this is where I'm chili. But see, the, but see, that's where that, that's where we can't even talk about it cuz if you go down to right. Atlanta, you got to go to the varsity cuz that's where the real chili is. Chili dogs with coleslaw. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Now you're talking my language right there. But when you say chili, you mean like chili with black beans in it too, right? Or are you saying more of that meat sauce? See, here's the thing with us. and ch- y'all, y'all put noodles in y'all chili, right? Yeah, you can Cincinnati put it. Cincinnati does. Yeah. I ain't going to claim ownership okay. or, or native ship here, but yes. We don't do that. We go straight meat and some beans. <laughs> yeah, Not see? A- just a few beans in, like we don't really do the beans. You're not, you're not Texas style. You're not that far. Exactly. Yeah. Our our chili is more like sloppy joes, man. It's we like yeah. to put. Nah, shit. <laughs> that's how chili's supposed to be. What What are you drinking on tonight? Oh, that's right. People uh, are asking about that. We're at the brewery. We drink a lot. We've been drinking this um brewery called Wild Leap. One of the best breweries in Georgia. But right now, I'm on the Terrapin. Oh, nice. Nice. Terrapin's a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrapin's a good brew. Let me ask you about the about your brewery, man. And, uh, you know, now that you guys are kind of getting set up, you guys have done a lot of collabos with some pretty uh, pretty big-name brewery. Like, you guys were with Against the Grain for one of your beers. Um, yeah. Now that you're kind of getting your own space, are, are you looking at stopping the collaborations and starting focusing on just producing your own stuff? Or, or are you still going to continue that on? Uh, definitely slowing down the collaborations. Um, I'm at a point where I only want to do collaborations as a benefit, like um, going to raise money of some sort. But at this point, it's about building our brand as much as we can, and you know, to really start turn what well, to turn this all the way into a business, pretty much. You know, last two years it's just been about doing beers with cool breweries just to get our name out and to create the relationship. But now it's about Atlantucky. You know, we really want to build ourselves up so that we could bring something to the table. And, you know, besides Nappy Roots, like we want to say your brewery with our brewery and use our brewery's name, Atlantucky, as opposed to using Nappy Roots. So just building that brand up. And hopefully we've done what we're supposed to do the past two years. Man, I've I gotta tell you, you've you've had me excited because uh, like I remember when you guys first announced the the brewery like starting it up and uh, you're gonna do the the watermelon chicken and grits brew and I like couldn't wait, man. I was like so pumped and then we never got it. You know, there was no distribution up to Cincinnati and I was like so bummed, man. So I'm hoping now that you guys are getting your own spot that that distro is gonna start pumping up and you guys are gonna be able to start spreading your wings a little bit more. Yeah, somehow we had the beer in Chicago. I don't know how we skipped Cincinnati. Dang. Oh, you had the yeah. beer in Chicago because they'd be drunk up there all the time. So. <laughs> Not only that, everybody skips Cincinnati if they got a choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like Cincinnati, man. It's a great place. But, yeah, um, the beer was in Chicago, Kentucky, and Atlanta. 
you know, kind of weird stops. But yeah, the next next move, one of the most frustrating things is that Nappy Roots is a national brand. Um, and people asking us everywhere, like, how can I get your beer? We want to get your beer. We get several times a day. And people don't understand that beer does not travel that well. And even when it does, it's hard to distribute beer yeah. across the country. People don't realize Budweiser, which is Anheuser and Bush, or Miller Coors, they've been doing this for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So they've developed the distribution system to, to get their beer in every every gas station across the country. Well, and and, it takes a long time to build that kind of brand up. And their beer is shit anyway. So like, <laughs> you ain't going to miss out on that. Like I, we, we've seen the same kind of thing happen with local brewers here. where like, there's only so far you can ship it on a semi. So like, I guess that's the question. So when, when you guys start building your brand up, how are you looking at expand, expanding that? Like, could you brew somewhere else and do that collabo? Would that still fit in your brand? Like, Long story short, how do we how do we get your beer? Because I'm thinking you're probably shipping to Louisville, Lexington, right? Like that's a short drive for for folks in Cincy. Well, it's man, it's really a statewide game. Like yeah, it's, it's wide, and then you start inching outside of your state. Well, there's services that's popping up, like Tabor, um, different services. Beer drop here. Oh, beer, yeah, beer, beer drop or beer other drop. sponsors? <laughs> yeah. They they popping up where you can get your beer sent all around the country. But like you said, the collaborations would be one way where we can influence different parts of the country, you know, make a beer with like we have a beer with full circle in Fresno. Um I think we talked with seven sons or something. Okay. Son in Ohio, Columbus, Columbus yeah. Ohio. Yeah. What is it? Something with the sun and yeah, seven sons. Seven sons. We've talked with, with them. We've become friends with them. Possibly do a beer. Uh, we gotta we gotta finish getting our license and everything so that we can actually say, look, we're both splitting this beer fifty fifty. Because at this point, we're just a brand. You know, it's just a brand that says, hey, we're Nappy Roots. Do a beer with us. Right. As opposed to us saying, look, what does this beer cost? We going fifty fifty on it. Let's make. 30 cent a piece off each can, whatever, you know. But the business is being taken care of on our end. And so once we do all of that, collaborations may come. But as we grow, man, like I say, Nappy Roots is a national brand. It helps us as opposed to just, uh, you know, an average person starting a brewery. You know, it takes a while for them to develop a name outside of their city. So hopefully it happens sooner than later. Now you. So, what's your favorite kind of beer to drink? Yes, that's what I was going <laughs> to ask about that one. What's what's that recipe? Listen, I'm a serious beer drinker, man. I'm very serious about beer. Um, for years I've said stouts. Yes, I've, I've, I've said stouts. I like Oof. a good, I like a good stout, and it's stout season too. But it's always with, stout. Season. See, that's that's why I was. <laughs> I kind of disagree that. with that, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I slightly disagree. It's always time for a Guinness. Like I can always drink a Guinness, but some of those heavy stouts don't work in the summer for me. So but, you, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I was gonna say that's what you said you were like, digging stouts. Yeah, I like like in the summer I like a juicy IPA. I'm big on the hazies. I know it's trendy, but I'm on the wagon. I'm cool with it. <laughs> Just because it's trendy doesn't mean it's bad. Like we we did a bunch of that this summer. A lot of the hazy IPAs, 
these guys have been pushing stouts. And I was saying, I'm like, man, it doesn't feel like stout season yet. So this morning when I wake up and it's like 40, I'm like, it feels like a stout day today. And I send them a message. And then, and then Cincinnati weather bit me. I got called out because it was 84 today. <laughs> weird, right? Because as soon as that cool chill come, you like, you just start craving a nice stout. Yes. Just start craving. And I don't know what it is. Are you into pumpkin beers at all? You get into you get into pumpkin beers around this time of year. Yeah, I, I like I like a good pumpkin porter, pumpkin stout. Yeah, I love it. That's I, awesome. Our beer that we made was a pumpkin porter. I think. See, that's the way I feel like most breweries go the wrong way and they try to do a pumpkin as an ale instead of doing it yeah. as like a porter or a stout. And I feel like that fits the pumpkin profile better, right? Totally. I I probably wouldn't have it no other way. Like yeah, I wouldn't think of a, a pumpkin IPA. That sounds terrible. <laughs> We've <laughs> had them and they're not good. They're gross, man. They're so gross. <laughs> they're not good. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <laughs> All right. Now you know what? So let's lean into this because I think I know R three's answer. But what is the worst beer you've ever had? And you don't have to name the name, but the flavor even like because uh, boys, I think I know where we would go with the worst beer we had on the show. So what's, what was your worst flavor you've ever tasted? Um, I had a sour and it, and it, it just, it tasted like, um, popcorn butter, like just flat out buttery. And that's a, that's an off flavor when you're making beer. They test for that taste because some with, um, diacetol or something, it, and if something goes bad in the fermentation and gives it a buttery flavor. So if you ever mm. taste it and put it down, that's that's something wrong with it. It's good, so it's not supposed <laughs> to taste like butter, but this one tastes <laughs> like butter. Like, was it intentional? And otherwise, I love the butteriest popcorn I can get. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I love that. But I'm expecting kind. <laughs> I don't want it cold. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I still feel like ours was worse. You know which one I'm talking about? Uh, what was it? I don't remember, Drew. I, I've had some terrible beers in my I time. Say, I was, I was, I was trying to see if they would come up with the same one I had because the one I'm thinking about it was that uh, the one that was supposed to taste like the Coney Island Red Hots. Oh, Jersey yeah, Long Hots. Red Hot, yeah, the Jersey Red, Jersey Red Hot. Oh God, it sausage was the worst. beer. We Everything made it into a punishment. It was so bad. Everything doesn't work. We tried to make a, a pepper beer, and we used chili peppers. And, you know, you got to clean the peppers before you put them in the beer. So we cleaned them with moonshine and put yes. them in the beer. And, yo, those those peppers absorbed all of that moonshine. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> and they came around the beer. It was pretty bad. You know what the worst part is? Is I want to ask you, do you have any of those peppers left? Because those would go great for my next Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, peppers don't go bad, do they? Not really. The moonshine, I feel like they're preserved for all the time now. Oh, those, yeah. You know, I should start making those. Right? <laughs> Think about that. Moonshine peppers and <laughs> in, in your, your enchilada. <laughs> uh, oh. Scales, before we start talking music, man, I got to – I got to know, like, craft beer, when people think craft beer, they think it's, like, these hipster white dudes with big beards and weird mustaches. So, like, from your perspective, how important is it for you to be a black business owner that owns a craft brewery in a a market that's dominated by, like, white dudes? I mean, it's very important. I think I probably wouldn't be doing it if that wasn't the case either because um, there's a whole market that's kind of untapped. 
in the craft beer. I, I personally love craft beer, and I want to be in the game anyway. But um, I think most breweries, the, the white mid-30s, white male, craft beer has reached its ceiling with that person. Yep. You know, so we it's time for other people to come into the game. And plus, black people love beer. Who <laughs> 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 don't love beer? Who don't love beer? So... It's like we deserve the best of the beer. Like I consider craft beer better than what you get at most gas stations. It's better than the macro breweries. Absolutely. So I like black people deserve to sample that too. You know, we should because in Atlanta, you can go to restaurants where the meals are fifty dollars, fifty dollar meals, but you can only get a Heineken or a Corona or a Bud Light. So that's that's something we want to fix. Um, Especially in Atlanta, where it's a black, a lot of it's a big black population, a big middle class population that will support craft beer. So we're trying to bridge that gap, man. I think both communities needed the craft beer and the black community. I agree, because it, it is like with it being dominated by like the same type of people over and over again. It's it, there's no like thinking from a different perspective you know so it, it everybody benefits from the outside you know perspective coming in and putting a different spin on things yeah and i'll say this man the craft beer industry has been overwhelmed like just super welcoming man like just okay. open arms trying to inclusive make sure everybody has a chance we did the beer black is beautiful um, nice that, that that several breweries did across the country. I think it was a brewery out of San Antonio. Um, was that a, was that a porter? Do we have that one? Yeah, we've got it. A lot of people say, did. Yeah, yeah. And these are white breweries. None of these are black breweries that um, reached out to us and reached out to other people to do this beer. And uh, it just showed um, solidarity, man. And 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 the craft beer industry is so much better than so many other industries I've I've seen. Like it's very inclusive. I'll, I'll tell you this real quick. Then, if you're, I know you said you're trying to steer away from the collabos, but we just had a brewery actually actually open up like down the block for me, Esoteric Brewing in Cincinnati, minority owned, LGBT friendly like brewery doing stuff right. They just come up. They've been renovating this this historical building now for uh, it's been like a year. And they just opened. So if you're looking for a collabo in Cincy, I can hook you up. But I'm just trying to throw it out there because it's it's awesome to see that kind of stuff popping up and seeing, you know, communities unite around stuff that, like you said, everyone loves beer. You know what I yeah. mean? So if you've got a great beer, like, you know, let's just let's just come together, man. Let's come together. Let's do it. Esoteric. I've heard of them. I've Have you really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. We usually do 100 shows a year as Napa Roots. So... That's about 80 different cities, man, a year that we're going. And these are small towns all over the place, and people talk. We use breweries as like a watering hole to yeah. promote because, you you know, you get a good pulse of the city when you go to a brewery. And it's a good place for us to meet people and tell them we perform tonight. And it goes from there. And to get a good buzz, you know, without getting <laughs> – Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're getting good beer. <laughs> Right there, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's it like doing music still after all these years? You guys are 22 years in the game. What's it like doing music now still? I mean, it's different. I will say that. (laughs) It's just we're older, man. Music can't mean the same to you (laughs) that when you was 20 years old. It's just not 
Fed can, man. You got kids, you got bills, you got mortgages, businesses. We were sleeping on couches and sharing hamburgers when we made our first album. So um, now it's just a totally different feeling, but it's a business. And But this album, we just took our time, really focused on it. And I think it came out as one of our best albums. Came out September 25th, called 40. And uh, it's it's a great album, man. It's fun still. It's really recording the album is fun to be in the studio with my brothers because we don't hang together every day like we did in college or when we was kids. Um, so now it's like, man, we together again. Let's let's turn up for about four days. We just go hard. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did, we you did that whole through. album in four days? Well, we do in- increments. Of oh, four okay. Days. All right. Yeah. Because half of the crew is Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, half of us in Atlanta. So they come down, and it's four days of (laughs) – it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That face said it all right there. (laughs) It's a boys weekend. It is. Really or what? Yeah. No, no. The girls get the kids. The girls get the kids. It's a boys weekend. (laughs) We get a hall pass that week. Let me put it like (laughs) So, anyways, Mike, I think you have some more uh, questions before this recording that's airing live with why I was able to dial in was something along the lines. Uh, no, so, yeah, so this album, and congratulations on the new album, because I, I would agree with you, man. It is such a good album, and I would definitely probably put it as one of your best. Like, I've had it on repeat nonstop since it dropped. I Thank you. Like, your style, I, I think what I like most about Nappy Roots was like even back in the day, I'm a senior in high school and like Nappy Roots hits the scene and like pops off and like everybody at the time, you got like Manny Fresh and and the big timers are rapping about like gator boots and you guys just come <laughs> in with like, nah, man, like yes. the, we grew up poor. Shit was hard for us. And, yes. and, and like you guys have this mellow, like soulful sound. It's just amazing. And this album besides the fact that like the beats are amazing, like the, the message behind the whole album is just fantastic, man. So just hats off Thank to you, you for, for that. Like, what was it like sitting down to be like, all right, it's time to write this. Clearly you guys had a lot of stuff on your mind with everything going on in the world right now. You put that out in your music. Like what's going through your head as you're writing those verses? Man, uh, for me, I just try to, I try to just write what comes to my head, you know, and not try to change it and overthink it. It's hard not to think about social injustice. You might hear that in a few songs. Um, But for me, I didn't want to overdo that either. You know, and and you can't overdo it. I shouldn't say that. But I wanted to keep, my whole thing is keeping you entertained while, while sliding in messages. You know, some people come to music to get away from some of the stuff going on in the world. But I also think that people want to know that some of their favorite artists are thinking about this stuff right along with them, that that some of their favorite artists will speak on these situations that are affecting, affecting the neighborhoods. And for me, it was just like, take your time. As, as a 40-something-year-old rapper, I don't force myself on songs no more. Like, growing up, early in the game, it was like, I got to get on this song. I got to get on this song. Now it's more like I listen. If it reflects how I feel, I get on it. If it don't, you know, I just wait till the feeling come, if it come at all. So 
It's, I like the way we record, and I feel no pressure at all. And the music comes out better when you do that, I think. Dude, that, that's awesome. That's, yeah. like, super insightful, and, and, it, and it's great to hear that, too, because you're right, like, whether it's whether it's music, whether it's sports, whether it's beer to a safe extent, people do go to a lot of the stuff to escape. And I mean, it's it's not been yeah. easy on, frankly, anyone, but there's even more important things at stake that people need to recognize and that. I don't know, just trying to find a way to adapt and relate to each other and make sure you can be compassionate to your neighbor, to your friend, to your colleague in, right. in these situations where it's a lot of it's coming to a head, man, and, and it's. I know. And it's just, it's always good to feel that kind of, you can feel almost the compassion, the thought that, that was in this album, man. You're like, y'all were just, you're like, that makes so much sense when you said how you were recording about it when you right. hear it in the music, yeah. man. Thank you, man. That means a lot. That's, I, I really hope people do. Cause we're not, man, we understand. We may never be back at that status where we're all over MTV. If there's even an MTV anymore. <laughs> I was um, just going to say, you don't want to be on MTV no more. It's, yeah. just, it's just another teen mom. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, we're not chasing We're not chasing it, man. We just want to – we live in our lives. We work yeah. for ourselves. We still can do another album if we want to. We open the brewery because we want to. Um, We hang together. We wake up when we want to. And – so we live in a chill life. Uh, so we're not pressured to make uh, what's hot right now. I what will, you heard on the album is exactly how we feel. I will say, I think you may have just dropped the hook for another single, though. We chill when we want to. We open the brewery when we want to. We wake up when we want to. We just live in our life. Like, Drew, Drew. Let me write that down. Hey, man, look, I'm over here trying to pound the streets still and get crap root sports out there. Like, I respect the game, and I'm just trying to, you know, help us all help each other out. That's all. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah right? Let's get to the money. So what in you you guys' career and you personally, what what's the biggest moment where even you took a, a, a second to be like, damn, like, look at where we are. You know, you've done the all-star game for NBA. You've been on Madden. Like, what what moment is like, wow, for you? Oh, it's been a couple times being on stage where it's like, damn, we really, like, this many people came to see us. Um, but I think doing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame performance, in Cleveland, that's when we was, it was on MTV, and it was a lot of people, probably 500 to 1,000 people, but it was staged. Like, you had MTV, you had the big cameras on cranes and everything, and it just felt like, man, this is really official. <laughs> like, this this is official. I know, you, I got a better one. Uh, seven weeks into our first album coming out, our manager comes over to me, and he's like, y'all just made David Letterman. This is seven weeks after. <laughs> and he said, y'all on David Letterman. And I, the first song was, oh, no. That was the song that broke, oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Yes, and I started the song off. And that's a live performance on David Letterman. When they mm. roll the curtain back, it's like, it's time to go. It's time to roll. <laughs> it's, and it's a live band, Skinny DeVille in the house. What up, Skinny? What up, Skinny? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was on me to start the whole song. Like my first song was like forty eight bucks, and it was live on NBC or whatever David Letterman was on. And it was like, whoa, 
This shit is all on me, bro. This is this is a big deal. Damn. We, we made it. <laughs> then we did Jay Leno three times, and that by the end we was we was smoking weed on Jay Leno in the back. <laughs> So, all right, you hear it here first. Jay Leno, not a big deal. David Letterman, super big deal. <laughs> it matters. But Jay Leno had us three times, so we felt comfortable by the second. Yeah. We was smoking in the green room. Wait, so, like, is that a thing you can just do on all these shows? Like, smoking in the green room ain't no big deal, even if you're in New York. We're in Man, yet. Once you get to that level, like, if you own Jay Leno, come on, bro. You can do what you want. David Letterman. Yeah. Speak, speaking of which, <laughs> no, no, Scales, no joke. I legit had never mind. Scales, we only, we only got a couple. I know we got a. I know you know you you got a little bit of time with us, and, and we appreciate you taking this time again. Nabby Roots new album forty out now. Stream it, download it wherever you get your music. Uh, hit them yeah. up. We got a couple more questions for you. If you got a few more minutes for us, um, we do. Yeah, this. we got Skinny the building here, man. If y'all. Don't know. This is one of the hell yeah, yeah. Y'all considered original members, but this guy Ron Clutch started the group before I was even thinking about Kentucky, man. So um, all I like brother right here, Skinny Deville. That was a we nice drop in, man. It's it's pretty awesome to just be sitting there. All of a sudden, Skinny walks in there. It was like, oh shit! Oh, yeah, all right, there we go. <laughs> if he wants to answer the questions too, we can throw them out to both of y'all. <laughs> yes, anyone can get on these quick hitters. <laughs> so we'll do. Cool. We'll do this. We play a game on our show. Uh, it's like Mary Fuck Kill, but we do sip, chug, drain, pour. You know, beer theme. Oh, uh, so when you retweeted our uh, the promo for the show, you had mentioned you love sports, you love music, and you love beer, and you don't know which one you like more. So, sip, chug, drain, pour, sports, beer, or music. Okay, say that again. Say the last one. Sport, sip, chug, drain, pour, Mary Fuck Kill, uh, sports, okay. beer, or music. Oh man! So I got it <laughs> right. I got to choose one. I got or I get rid of one. You get you drain well, one. Of one. Go. Yeah, one of them's got to go. Yeah, one of them's got to go. No, hold on now. This is skills. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. That's a good point. <laughs> First of all, but... <laughs> I'm play fair, so I got to get rid of one. Yeah, get rid of one. One that you'll do for the rest of your life, and one that it's like, all right, one time, and then it's done. Hall pass style. Oh shit! I think I listen to so much, so many podcasts now. I think I can get rid of music. Wow. That's tough. That is, is not what I would expect. I know. I can't get rid of this. Like, <laughs> That's true. That is your business, actually. That's a good point. This keeps me insane, and this is my newest business. Um, sports really keep me sane. You know, damn, that's tough. Music right. or sports? Because I can't play sports anymore. too old. <laughs> But I have to have my ESPN every morning, man. So I don't know. I think music gets the chopping block, and I replace that with a podcast. Man, all right, all right. Skinny, you want to jump in on that one? Yeah, I get rid of sports. <laughs> so no hesitation. Weird. Sports is out. Yeah, you know, I, I like to look at, like, the final, the finals and shit, like the Super Bowl or the NBA finals. Give me the cliff notes of what happened that day in Sports Center or <laughs> – no, the, 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 the kid, the Monday night quarterback and shit. I'll learn to figure out what happened after that, but I don't care about that much over music and what was the other one? Beer? Beer. beer and sports. You see, you don't even know what the other one is. He's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> over the other two. <laughs> I, I, I'll ask you, are you, do you only want the highlights because all you care about is whether you're up or down your bookie? Is that where you're coming from? 
No, I don't gamble. Oh, that's fair. All right, all right. I just try to see you, Drew. Try yeah, it is. Drew, stop to make projecting, Drew. Stop projecting. <laughs> my bad, my bad, man. All right. I worked hard in my life to fuck it off on chance. I don't gamble. That's right. <laughs> and that's why I bet $2 at a time. Because all I need to know is I was right and Vegas was wrong. <laughs> I can't afford to lose that shit. It pissed me off. <laughs> I respect I that. I hate losing my keys on my lighter. It pisses me off. Scales <laughs> I tell you what, my wife would kill me if I told her I chose. I chose beer out of the two, one of the two. So that's. I, 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 probably, I probably should switch that. <laughs> that's cool. Our wives don't listen to the show, so yeah, you good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, scales. We got one last thing that we like to do. Every single one of our guests, we do uh, these quick hitter questions. Uh, we got a Facebook group, and like th- these are like the hot topics that that are debated. So, first thing that pops into your head, no, uh, you know, no, no right or wrong answers. Just what you feel is is the the right thing for this quick hitter. I'm gonna turn it over to Scott. Scott, when you're ready, hit my man scales with the quick hitters. Uh, I'm gonna interject real quick and say there are wrong answers, but we'll, we'll tell you what the wrong answers are after you answer. But anyway, here we go. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Plain cake donuts. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. All right. Pineapple pizza. Yay or nay? Nay. Incorrect. <laughs> no, that's right. You're right. You're right. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. It's yeah, from it's from Atlanta. Atlanta. That was a no brainer. I could have told you that. Was, as soon as I read that, I'm like, hold on a second. This this isn't for people in Atlanta. There you go. <laughs> All right. When it comes to chicken wings, drums or flats? Damn! I just made the life change. I just made flats. Yes. I, wow. I've Correct. My life. I've Correct. My life, but flats, man. Correct. I've really wow. learned that. We out here with these Atlanta Braves, and I, I know you saw Ronnie hit that big bomb yesterday to start the game. So bat flips, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> All right. When you button your shirt, do you button it from the top down or from the bottom up? Top down. That's weird, man. That's weird. That's exactly Honestly, <laughs> the fact that the fact that oh, you know. As, that's weird, man. You gotta start from the bottom and come back up. <laughs> so wait, for for one, who remembers how to button a shirt anymore after this pandemic? Because I haven't buttoned a shirt. Yeah, I hadn't. Uh, what is the button up? <laughs> exactly. Is that my hoodie with the zipper? <laughs> we're we're staying in that same realm. Uh, so when you zip your pants, do you uh, zip your pants and then button, or button then zip? Kind of had sixty percent zip first. That's correct answer. You're good. Do you have an Excel sheet with the times that you go pee and have to get your pants? Because, man, that was a number. Um, are, are, are IPAs just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Yeah. Correct. correct. <laughs> now, now here, here's where it gets real serious. All right, everybody, calm down. Everybody, calm down. The last three are the most serious ones. These are the game have. face ones. Mm-hmm. All right, game face one. All right, mm-hmm. is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Correct answer. Incorrect. Is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Correct. Correct okay, answer. Good. And finally, Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. 
He had all three, oh, ladies and gentlemen, with the walk-off. Ooh. This steals with all three questions that matter. <laughs> the correct answer. Wow. Brings it home when it counts. <laughs> Did you say... Would you say that was 23 at the free throw line sinking just freebies? <laughs> that was, that was, I stepped it up. The yeah. last final quarter, very Jordan-esque. Like LeBron with that block. <laughs> yeah. the, the LeBron's nice, man, but he's got to win probably three more chips. To no, no, wait. Three more after Friday because they after. won another one. He's got his He's got his fourth now, right? Is that he's how lost. that works? Yeah, he's got to win three more. I'm sorry. How many finals did Jordan play with Booby Gibson as his accompanying guard? <laughs> Just curious. Well, I'm strong. Like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, that Booby, he came out, man. Come on now. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, I give it to LeBron is probably the most amazing talent since Will Chamberlain, who we don't mention enough. Yes, absolutely. Dominant athlete on the, on the court. And Bill but, Russell. Uh, I, uh, yeah, uh, Wilt was way more dominant, speak just as a human. But, oh, absolutely. But Mike, we all know Mike was something different. That's it was, right. It just was, man. I can't even put my finger on it. It was something different. So over the course of this summer, Scott – sorry, I was going to say, Scott did a segment every week about The Last Dance that was released that next week. So I want to give you a shot right here to essentially – Give us your last dance recap, thoughts, feelings, emotions, uh, what they left on the cutting room floor. Um, it saved all of us because we had no sports. <laughs> <laughs> it saved all of us. So we toned in like it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, it exposed so much about that team. Um, it showed a lot about Mike. Uh, but the most, the most I learned from it was Scottie Pippen was so underpaid. Oh, that was, man. that was the most revealing thing to me. Like I had no idea he was that underpaid, and uh, also the fact that they weren't sure they was gonna win that last one. Like as as a young as a kid growing up watching it, you just yeah. felt like and Mike to do it again. Yeah. But it wasn't really for sure. Like it wasn't for sure that they was gonna win it, but they willed it and. It was inspiring, very inspiring. Like I don't know about you, but I was like, that dude was in Space Jam. Like, what is the issue here? <laughs> like, I don't know why there's a question. God. Yeah, see, you're younger, man. See, I'm a outfit. I love Dominique Wilkins, and we never could get a championship. We couldn't win yeah. dunk contest because of Michael Jordan. He was just in the way. <laughs> you know? Look, I I, I feel you. I, I can't say that much because I'm from Detroit. Like, I barely remember the Isaiah years, and then it's just been dumpster trash until we had that one shining moment against the Spurs. But, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's a grind, man. Like, how about we, the Lions, huh? I mean, I will, I'll stick with At you. least you had Mike Vick. The NBA, I'm a Matthew Stafford fan, too, though. I like Matt Stafford. But um, I'm dogs, huh? <laughs> how about them dogs? I really feel like the NBA needs Detroit. We miss Detroit Pistons. It's been way too long, like since they've been good. We 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 need to go uh, go find me for Detroit Pistons. <laughs> How about this? Actually, let's split the difference. Let's just put Detroit's talent slash assets in Atlanta and build the Hawks up. I'd rather see that. Trey Young's got some. He got some. He can't like I can score on Trey Young. 
Like he well, can't, obviously, uh, but you could also score on James Harden. Well, he stepped it up a little bit. Trey cannot guard. Oh, shit. But I like our Hawks team. A couple more pieces will be there. We'll be there. Scales, I want to thank you, man. This has been absolutely awesome tonight. I know Skinny was in. He's trying to get you out. So so thank you yeah. so much for hanging late with us, man, and, and doing this interview. Uh, where can people uh, follow you guys, follow Nappy Roots, follow the brewery on, on Twitter? What's your handles uh, and your socials? Uh, hit us up, man. I'll make it real simple. Nappy Roots. Search Nappy Roots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't, don't want to confuse anybody. Any any app that you own, just type in Nappy Roots, nappyroots.com. New album is out called 40. You, again, search Nappy Roots. I think everybody should know how to work the internet by now. <laughs> yeah, you, would, you would hope. Also, by the way, I was about to throw shade because I was like, you would hope, and then my wife gets on my computer. And then I remembered right after we were done saying how none of our wives listened, she posted in the comments saying, the one shall I tune into. Ha, 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 ha. So I'm going to just have to get real drunk here at the end of the show because it's going to be bad. But appreciate yeah. it, Scales. This has, been, this has been best show ever. Yeah, Thank Scales. You for cheers, my man. Cheers. Thank you so yeah. much. Hey, and one last cheers, thing. Mate. Go Braves. Go Braves. I will drink to that. <laughs> Scales, uh, Nappy Roots, thank you so much, man. Best of luck on the brewery. Best of luck on the album. We we really appreciate you, man. Thank you for joining us. I'll be tuning in, man. Thank y'all. Awesome. Appreciate it. Cheers, man. That was Fish well, Scales bro. from Nappy Woo! Roots, everybody. Man, what a damn good interview. My man brought it. <laughs> I can't believe, guys, I can't believe he sat around for like 15 extra minutes with us. I was going to say, like, the show's over now, right? Like, what the fuck else are we going to do after this? Yeah, I was just going to say, nobody really cares. I'm already watching Don't the give numbers a shit, go down. Like, yeah. <laughs> no blame. Well, I guess before before the, the numbers drop too much, uh, we should probably do some of the sponsorship stuff because that is Absolutely. Uh, how, we get, some, uh, how we get some. Beer drop in the house. Pays on this one. So give it up for Beer Drop, everybody. If you guys are looking for delicious craft beer like you can find at Atlantucky, hit up Beer Drop. Uh, they've got amazing award winning craft beers delivered straight to your door starting for just under four dollars a serving all you got to do head on over to craftbrewsports.com slash beer drop for five dollars flat shipping also let's give a shout out to boss man brands whether you're rocking that crazy quarantine beard little five o'clock shadow or that baby face boss man brands can help you out Head on over to bossmanbrands.com, use the code SPORTS, and get 15% off your entire order. Sell out! All right, fellas. Uh, whew, I, I'm like, that was... Where do we go from here such besides a dim, down? I mean, it's definitely going to go down, but I think we should probably go uh, on deck. Let's do some on deck uh, to to, uh, to bring this show back. Um, Damn, yeah. Uh, who's leading off on deck this week? Who we got on deck? Uh, for those of you that have never seen the show Pa-pow. before, this is normally the part that we do at the beginning of the show. We give you the stories that lead us uh, off for the week, our favorite stories from the week. So, Drew, when you're ready, man, you are on deck. Thank you, Ed. Ed saying hell of a job. That was great. Whew. Fantastic. Uh, Drew, you're up, bud. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry if my reaction time is slow, but I've been taking precautions to protect myself against COVID. Um, I don't know if you guys heard the latest news, but uh, smoking weed saves you from COVID. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, There was a study released by university professors at South Carolina that said 
injecting THC into mice prevented the syndrome in lungs that leads to COVID's fatalities, if you will. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to come down from that interview and like transition. Cause like I had a thing prep before the show and then like all of that happened. So can we like reset? Yeah, no, you're good, like, man. That's a good, that's it's a good, that we're not story. talking to scales anymore. Like dude crushed it for us. Um, it was it was such a good interview, but that's a good on deck story, Drew. So uh, so basically, yeah, what so you're saying, weed cures COVID. <laughs> that's that's what it is. If you prevents your lungs from falling over, it's fine. It's a scientifically controlled study with statistical significance less than p equals zero point zero five. I don't know, man. I'm fucked. Scales also like, soccer. <laughs> oh yeah. Arsenal fired, or no, they made their mascot redundant. Mazit Ozil. Oh, look at that, Drew. Sorry. Yeah. The music playing. Christ. <laughs> Scott, you're on deck. Uh, Well, I am on Ails. deck, but I'm going to need that music. Cue, cue that conspiracy mm. music for this story, because this story has all the makings of <clears throat> bullshit, especially where the <laughs> NFL is involved. So I'm going to wait for Mike a little bit. Got you. I got this, you. It's there. It's there. Reason. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. So uh, this week, they started letting fans back into NFL games a little bit at a time. Um, it's weird because the Bengals never had fans that wanted to go to games before, and now they're all clamoring to get in. Weird as shit. But uh, little by little, fans are starting to get back in NFL stadiums. And what better time to rock an NFL shirt, if you will, to an NFL game? Uh, a Kansas City Chiefs fan, not that one that everybody knows from the group, but a different one, <laughs> is now my hero because this dude got kicked out of the Chiefs game. And he was wearing a shirt that is very popular on this show and elsewhere. But it's got Roger Goodell with a giant clown nose on it. I'm gonna not gonna talk about where that shirt originated from or who originated that shirt. It doesn't matter. It's a very timely and poignant shirt. Sean Payton once wore it to a press conference, and basically, we all know that Roger Goodell is a clown. Now, here's where the conspiracy part comes in because the statement from the Chiefs personnel is that he was absolutely not kicked out for wearing the shirt and had nothing to do with the shirt. It was because he broke the fan code of conduct, which sounds very suspicious. Uh, there's nothing else. I couldn't find anything else to this story. Nobody else was saying anything about him being belligerent or doing anything that he shouldn't have been. So, yeah, it seems very suspicious that a guy wearing a Roger Goodell uh, T-shirt with a clown nose on Roger Goodell would get thrown <laughs> Out of an NFL game, I'm just saying. Just also, it's like, pretty odd to me. I gotta, I gotta feel like you're a little conflicted on this, Scott, because uh, on one hand, yes, Goodell. If that is the case, if Goodell happened to see that and was like, "Get him out of here," and they they yanked the fan. On one hand, come on, Goodell, like, grow some thicker skin. But on the other hand, that would be the pettiest of team petties, and I feel like you gotta respect that a little bit, right? I mean, I do. I could only imagine Goodell sitting there watching all the games on a monitor, and somehow, some chance, <laughs> camera pans by, and it's like, is that a motherfucking Goodell clown shirt? And he picks no. up the phone, dials directly into the Kansas City like security system, and was like, "Hey, uh, up in that section, yeah, yeah, that guy, get him out of there." Yeah. Like that, that 
picture, I, that I mean, mental Scott, image, hilarious. <laughs> but also, Roger Goodell, you are a clown. So, Scott, I mean, that's that's fair and all, but like honestly, that's the made-for-TV movie version of it. What really happened is a computer program ran on Goodell's central processor and found it because he's a robot. Like he doesn't scan <laughs> key terms. He just plugs himself into a wall and he's not on camera and just sits there vacant until. I love pick out that man. I love the Drew random weird tangent conspiracy theories. Hey, you know, it's it's one of my favorite parts of this. show. I'm just trying to support Scott here because he's absolutely right. Like that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I mean, again, specifically the security saying it wasn't the shirt. Like, we can guarantee you it wasn't the shirt, but it was reason. It wasn't the shirt. And Unrelated. It co- the shirt. And it wasn't COVID protocols. Because, like, that's what I expected to hear is, like, oh, he didn't have a mask on. Because, like, in today's day and age, what a great way to just toss someone out without having anyone, like, fight you on it. It's a good right? point. I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude wasn't wearing a mask and staying six feet apart, so we tossed him. But they didn't even go to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roger Goodell, uh, the the uh, ultimate piece of shit, uh, as always. Uh, all right. Let's go to me to, to round out on deck this week. Let's go to me. Let's throw it to Mike. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, Charge. Our favorite uh, major league eater was making the rounds this week. Did, first of all, did you guys know that uh, it was National Taco Day recently? Yes, absolutely. Did, of course, I, I had that. no idea that it was National Taco Day. I, have I work tacos. at a news station. I don't have a choice. But, you know. <laughs> well, Bro, I have three different Joey, taco products in my kitchen. <laughs> Joey Chestnut decided to celebrate National Taco Day. Now, normally he would celebrate National Taco Day by being at Pacific Park World Taco Eating Championship, where he is the defending champ. Uh, he ate a ridiculous amount of street tacos last year to win that uh, title. But since COVID's going on, nothing's going on. So he uh, decided to celebrate at home by eating a 12-pound walking taco in 38 minutes. For those of you that don't know, a walking taco is basically like a bag of chips that you crunch up and then you put taco ingredients inside of it and then you eat it with a fork. He ate a 12-pound walking taco. Here were the ingredients that were in this. Two pounds of Doritos, three pounds of ground beef. He ate three pounds of ground beef. Two plus pounds of cheese, one plus pound of salsa, six avocados, onions, and sour cream. What? And then he used his signature green hatch and jalapeno sauce. Joey Chestnut is a freak of nature. No, I'm not impressed unless he ate that 12-pound walking taco while actually walking. Okay, well, how about this? He did it in 38 minutes. Yep, still uh, don't care. He did it in less than an episode of Fargo. He ate a 12-pound walking taco. Dude, you give me a sixer or these Gulo Gulo Wolverine State Brewing Company brews that much food in 38 minutes and it'll be gone. Like, that's not impressive. If he eats a walking taco while walking, then okay, fine. Oh, well, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's a wall, it's 38 minutes of a 12 pound walking taco, bro. I also feel like his proportions don't were off. Dude, don't. You could give me 38 weeks to eat a walking, <laughs> uh, that much of a walking taco and I would struggle. Are you kidding me? How many pizzas, how many Mexican pizzas you put down, Scott? Mm, we're up to eight. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short, bro. But Come I on. didn't do that in, you know, 38 minutes. That was over the course of a month and a half because you didn't want to. <laughs> well, you chose yeah. to. That's different. I believe in you. You could do it. <laughs> 
Well, there you go. There's your stories for on deck. For Only six story. avocados. Six. Well, it said six plus avocados. I don't know if that's uh, you know if that mm. makes any difference for you there. Uh, but that's still twelve pounds, dude. That's so much food. Like I don't even know how this dude. Thirty-eight minutes is actually really impressive time. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Drew, for letting <laughs> two like but two pounds of Doritos. Like, what does that even look like? Like, how does that also, happen? Thank you, Matt Barr, for nobody on the show reacted to my frame of reference for the the time, and Matt Barr pointing out what a frame of reference for the time. Less than Biscuit. an episode of Fargo. Thank you, Matt Barr, for just getting me. I appreciate. <laughs> no, I mean, you, bro. I got it, but it wasn't worth noting. What um, have you been watching this season, Drew? No. You're not watching the season of Fargo with Chris Rock? No, I wait until the seasons are done before I watch stuff that's not The Last Dance. You're such a weirdo. You are Dude, I can't. I, I don't do well waiting week to week. I lose interest. <laughs> Scott, are you watching this season of Fargo? Um, I've been told that it's amazing, and I am all in on all things Fargo, but the kids and the move have kind of effed everything up for me, so I am behind. I have not started it Well, yet, luckily, you're only three episodes on the, back. I was going to say, it's on the docket to do, because I love the first, what, is this season four? This is four, I say, I yeah. Loved the third season was a little meh, but the first two were amazing. How do they continue to get such big names for Fargo? Like you, had- I don't know, because I think after everybody saw Billy Bob and the story they wrote and how how well that did I, it's one of those things where it'd be like it made a fargo if they call like to put them through <laughs> right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be on fargo because that was an amazing single you know you know self and you know secluded i don't know what the fuck word i'm trying to think of but self-contained that's yeah. what i'm trying to think self-contained story and season where it's like it didn't need to attach and it kind of did to the movie loosely but it hasn't really from anything else and yeah I, I would want to be a part of that if I was an actor. This season but. is a, a big departure from all of the previous seasons. They take a, a step back in time. Uh, we're we're back in the fifties, but it's it's solid, man. I'm a, I'm all on board on this ep- on this season of Fargo. Plus, Chris Rock just kills it, man. Kills it well, every time. So is this is this Showtime or HBO? FX uh, FX. So swing and a miss. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. I was gonna say because it's a premium, like it's a premium thing. Like they pay these these actors well to do the show, but it's also really well produced and written. So you want to attach your name to that kind of project. But I didn't think it was FX. Oh yeah, and it's good, man. It's real good. Um, all right, let's. Has it always been FX? Yeah, it's always been FX. It was like Weird. one of the first big time things that FX ran with. Uh, so. Uh, let's get into our picks for this week. I know Scott had to step away for a minute, but he'll be back. Yeah. So let's let's get into our picks for this week. Uh, let's lock it in. We got a recap. Go well, <clears throat> we got a recap last week. Well, it didn't go well for you uh, or Scott, but it it kind of went well for me. It, I I seemed to do all right. I don't know about you know. I don't know about you. I, for those of I you mean, keeping track at home, last week we decided to do some over unders yeah. instead of just picking against the spread. Yeah. Uh, Drew had Auburn at Georgia. Uh, and he picked the over at 44 and a half for the first time this season. That SEC defense really showed up for you, man, uh, and screwed you over. I mean, seriously, <laughs> right? Like the one game all friggin' season that someone actually plays defense and not terrible offense. Well, and, and in fairness, I think what screwed you over in that game was Georgia really like put it on Auburn. They won the game 27 6. Auburn right. just couldn't get yeah. anything going. Uh, and then nobody scored in the fourth quarter because you got and Georgia. What, yeah, and that's what killed me. Is again, like I said last week, I figured someone would pop something. 
a bubble screen, a kick return. I don't know, like an off tackle dive, like, but nothing. It was people actually know how to tackle in the SEC, apparently. No, they don't. They just have two really bad offenses playing against each other. That was the problem right there. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Georgia has a quarterback. Right. Uh, Scott took uh, took an L as well. Uh, he picked Cleveland at Dallas, and he picked the under 55 and a half. And I do have to say, he called it from the beginning. Like, when yeah. we first were talking, he was like, I'm going to get a text after the first quarter when it's 21-21, and I'm screwed the rest of the way. And he was 100% right. At halftime, it was 31-14. Went to 41-14, like, early in the second half uh that was before the third quarter even ended so he's already at the line basically the next point puts him over uh dallas had their crazy fourth quarter comeback they even pulled did you, i can't believe dallas almost pulled off that upset like they they almost came back they recovered an onside kick this year they did nobody ever so, like it's it's a cinderella story over there in dallas <laughs> nobody ever recovers an onside kick it is not a thing that ever happens in video <laughs> games or real life <laughs> it really isn't like i hate no. i wish they would have just done away with the onside kick like they were talking about doing because it's just or do so it xfl style right what was it like a, you do a fourth and 10 from a well that's a what they were talking about something. doing they were talking about doing a fourth and 15 yeah. and if you get it you keep the ball and if you don't get it they take over wherever you you turn the ball over um, that to me sounds absolutely perfect <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Uh, I, I think that sounds fantastic. But he takes the L on that one. Uh, clearly way over on that line of 55 and a half when they hit it. The final hit yeah. at 87. So just and, a, and I don't want to say the best part, but the best part is Nick Chubb got hurt in like the first quarter, right? Right, right. It was early on. In that yeah, game. so like their best offensive player goes down and then they put up 8 billion points. Crazy. And they and they still like they gave up a ton, too. That's the other thing. Like they they gave up that big uh, that big comeback. So whatever. Uh, Also, Biscuit throwing out the uh, the challenge here, Drew. Sorry, we got to take a break from lock it in. I mean, whatever, dude, I will eat four pounds of biscuits tomorrow if he wants to watch. No, he says whenever you want to eat a four pound walking taco, he will eat one, too. And we can see who eats more faster. He'll even drive to Cincinnati. So we can have an eat off between you and Biscuit. I mean, I'm game. Question, who has to buy the meat? Because I don't want to buy. Well, four see, pounds. that's what I'm going to say is I ain't going to make that shit, though. Like, you think <laughs> I'm going to put that? I'm going to work into a four pound taco. Like, there's like six ingredients you had to prepare. <laughs> like, if I can Uber Eats that from Taco Bell, then all right, this weekend, what are you doing Saturday? I'm pretty sure I'm free. Dear Taco Bell, do you serve four pound walking tacos? Do you tacos? serve those? Yes. <laughs> With start six the, plus avocados. Start the Twitter campaign at Taco Bell. Can we get four pound walking tacos on the menu? I know you're taking everything off the menu, but can we get four pounds? I was going to say, yeah, we don't need no potatoes. There's no potatoes involved <laughs> or whatever. You can even throw a slushie on the side if you want to make a promotion out of it. Fine. <laughs> uh, I had... The win, the lone win for the week, I picked the Navy at Air Force game. I shouldn't say I picked it. I was stuck with it, uh, and I took the under at 48. Navy apparently still doesn't know how to tackle. I don't know if you know that. They still have no idea what they're doing. Navy is god Did they know how to do that last year? Well, they at least practiced. They didn't do it. They didn't practice at all this year. Uh, Air Force came out. This is their one of two games this year, and they wanted to make it count. Uh, so they're guaranteed Manders a 500 Chiefs record. Trophy is worth something, don't you know? <laughs> well, they're guaranteed at least a 500 record, and also 
really almost blew this one because that line came in. Uh, it was 48, and Air yeah. Force won that one 40 to 7. So just yeah. hitting the under on that one. Uh, whew, a little scary on Which, that like, one, man. Who would have thought there'd be seven possessions in that game right. to get you to 49 points? Right. Yeah. And I guess when you go three and out a lot, that really you know changes the game, <laughs> if you will. That's a good point. So let's take a look at the standings as they are right now. I move into first place for the first time this season with a 2-2-1 and record. But it's okay because you have no soul, so I'm Drew all right Drew dropping to second place at 2-3, and three, and then Scott still hanging out in the basement at 1-3-1, one, and one, just absolutely picking terribly like we assumed he would all year long. And you know what the best part is? Is like two years ago, he sold this narrative that you were the idiot who didn't know how to pick anything at all, and you were terrible. But over the balance of the show, he's like barely 300, and you're at least, well, I'm not going to kick you out of the house, but you should go to Gamblers Anonymous. I am uh, at a, a 50% clip at this point. Just under 50%. I'm not bad. I, I'm decent gambler to be just under 50%, right? That's yeah. not a bad record. The Sharks are 52%, so yeah. There you go. I'm I'm right in line there. Uh Matt Barr wanting to know why is that Scott's picture? Uh that is Scott's picture because it was a picture that has been circulated around the Facebook group for a long time. Uh, Tyson, good friend of the show, was able to Don't dig that one up. Don't expect us to change. Uh, man, it is it is such a good picture. And I can't, anytime I can bring back Scott and his creepy mustache, I will, and I do. Uh, so that's why that's his picture. I can't wait till he brings it back in like February. Oh, yeah, it's going to come back. It might come back next month for, uh, for No Shave November. Oh, No Shave November. Is that a thing we're doing or... Uh, sure, we can. Maybe we can work with cool. Bossman Brands and get something going on with that. And get like super creepy about it, right? Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Have you seen us? <laughs> Speak for yourself, bro. I can grow that's a decent That's why I beard. save once every two weeks. <laughs> Don't want to end up on SVU, even though, you know, what's her name is smoking hot. Uh, we'll do our picks here in one second. We'll give Scott a minute to get back onto the show here. So we'll give it's him one second. Stabler. What's Stapler's partner? Uh, I don't know, man. I haven't watched Law and Order since I don't. I'm not a 60 year old man. This is different. Oh, okay. Law and Order SVU is different from Law and yeah. Order. Okay, absolutely. All right. Well, while Drew's figuring out his uh, old man TV show viewing, let's give a shout out to Ayo. More Labs. Uh, more or drink one bottle of Morning Recovery while you're partying, and you can bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed. All you got to do just go to MoreLabs.com and use the code Sports at checkout for twenty percent off your non-subscription purchase. That's it. That's all you got to do. MoreLabs.com. Use the code Sports. Get twenty percent off your entire order. All right, man. Um, Olivia Benson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. I have no idea. No, I know. It's okay. Uh, uh, also known as Mariska Hargitay. Yep. Still got nothing on that one, bro. Um, all right. Let's do this. Uh, we'll come the back to The attracted our- brunette on NBC. Uh, the only time I watch NBC is when it's Sunday Night when Football Notre or Notre Dame. Football. Yeah, exactly. I don't watch, I don't watch uh, NBC. They got commercials. Yeah. I don't pay attention to commercials, bro. <laughs> Dude, is he taking a deuce? Like, if if we're allowed pee breaks here, like, I'd like to be put on the list. But holy crap, man. He might be. All right, listen, here's what we're going to do. Well, we're waiting for Scott to come back. We're going to go into this new segment that I thought of. Uh, this is a, a new one. Wait, we're not we're not picking? 
Uh, not yet. We'll go. We'll wait until Scott comes back, and then we'll pick. Well, so because he decided to leave us, can you and I make an accord to, to favorably pick the games at least in our favor here? Okay, you know what? Let's go ahead and do that. We'll pick because I just wanted game. an advantage. That's so, so here's what we'll do. We'll talk it out. We'll be realistic, and we will pick uh, Scott's game for him. Uh, no, so. no, we can assign the games. I'm saying, and then make our actual picks after the fact. No, because I don't want you researching. I don't want you to research your game. Damn it. That's the All that's right. against then the rules just, of then let's just in. punt. Okay, let's. Uh, okay, you want to punt it? You want to go to the next yeah, segment? We'll come yeah, back. We okay. don't, I don't want to pick for Scott. I want him to lose on his own accord. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I just want to cheat him because he's not here right now <laughs> the last time we picked for somebody on the show by the way uh joe threatened to quit and then here he is hey speak uh, of the devil. there he is what did i do now you got to get that 12 pound walking taco going huh yeah i got if i start that's, tonight i'll be done by christmas that's a lot of beef to brown man <laughs> uh we were just talking scott about your terrible picks from last week and we were gonna no, go for ahead fuck's and, sake i'm leaving again and, <laughs> well go ahead if you do we're picking for you this week and uh Son well i bitch. mean i guess it, you, you're losing anyway so you might as well let us pick <laughs> yeah, it then you got right. an excuse i can't get any worse um all right let's do the picks for this week uh we're doing over and under again this time around mm. uh so we're not going picking the lines i i like the over and under and we're doing all college football because we're going to talk some NFL next. So, Scott, you go first. Pick a number one, two, or three. Four. What the hell? Why does he get to pick first? He ditched us. Because he gets to pick first. Seniority. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the oldest one, you son of a bitch. Uh, I'm going with two. Two. All right. Scott has the Red River shootout. Texas versus Oklahoma. Uh, Uh, Good God. Oklahoma falling out of the top 25. Texas dropped all the way down to number 22 after they were upset by TCU, even though they had a section of Matthew McConaughey cutouts in the stands. I can't believe they dropped that game in front of a bunch of Matthew McConaughey's. The over, all right, all right. The over under on this Big 12 showdown, 72 and a half. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, two oh, terrible teams. Lord. Oklahoma with a uh, a real bad. I mean, this is like the first time that Lincoln Riley has a quarterback that's not a grad transfer Heisman candidate. And then Texas is Texas. So what do you got on this one, Scott? <laughs> uh, seven, uh, Seventy-two seven and a half. Bro. That it's, number is insane. It's high. It's a high yeah. spread. That's the highest spread this week that we got. Uh, I'm going to go under because I feel like even if they get into a shootout, even if it's 34, a Red 30, River shootout, <laughs> yes. even if it's 34, 35, like, I mean, that still doesn't come in at, like, yeah. And that's a high scoring game for, yeah, I'm going under, I, I, I'll live to Take regret it. Under. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be, it'll be over just like this last fucking Browns Cowboys bullshit game was like, they'll be at the over by half. Time. I was going to say, it's going to be 35, 35 at halftime. And you're going to be yeah. like, son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. All right, there you go. So Scott taking Good the to see he caught up on our analysis so quickly under <laughs> at 72 and a half drew one or three. Yeah. Uh, give me, give me the three. Cause it's a deuce plus one. All right, so we go from the Big 12 over to the SEC, uh, and this is a matchup that this show is very excited for because oh, our boy Lane Kiffin faces yes. off against Nick Saban for God the first time as a head coach since his God single season with Tennessee back in 2009. Lane has talked a lot of shit about Saban over the years, so this one's going to be very interesting. Also, was the offensive coordinator under Saban for a little bit. So this is going to be this is a very interesting game. A lot of storylines to follow on this one. Uh 
Drew, you don't get much relief on this one because the over-under in the Alabama at Ole Miss game is 71 and a half. Oh, all right. Well, I don't know if that's good. Bovada's got it at 70. 71 and a half? 71 and a half from when I pulled these. I'm going under, man. That's absurd. It's a lot of points for Nick Saban to hang on Lane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Lane's offense ain't scoring shit. But here's the thing. I feel like Saban would do it. I feel like Saban, if he could put up 75 on Lane, he would. Just to send a message. Uh, I don't know. I hate these over-under because when I buy points, it doesn't update. Um, <laughs> Dude, there's... Okay, like, Lane ain't scoring more than... 17 on Nick, right? This is one of those ones that Nick has circled. He's like, I oh, don't yeah. care what happens this year, but uh, I will beat the brakes off this dude. Yep. Right. So then when Nick puts up 37 on him, I'm still under. Like, I I you honestly think, think, think Nick's, Nick's going to stop Nick at doesn't want to score points. Nick wants to beat the living snot out of that team. So they don't need a score to do that. They'll just run off tackle 15 times in a row and score a touchdown. And break, right, and break 15 uh, 15 touchdown runs. Yeah. Because Ole Miss is garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Like like you were talking about the number two team in the country against the dog shit school. Uh, But okay, no, Drew's going to take the under. There you go. I'm going to take the under. Two under so far. So that leaves me with uh, number one Clemson versus number seven Miami ACC matchup game of the week on ESPN. Powerhouse. Yes. Somebody's O has got to go, fellas. Uh, Both teams (laughs) sitting at 3 0 right now. That's disgusting. More importantly, both teams are 3 0 against the spread. So this is good. This is a a big time game right here. 3. Miami has uh, they've been a surprise so far this year. People think the U might be back. Bill has Clemson. <laughs> yeah, we thought that before. Yeah, we sure did. Although the last time people were talking about the U being back, I thought Notre Dame was going to smash them, and then they destroyed Notre Dame during your wedding, Scott. So yeah. I don't know what to think anymore about this Miami team. Then they went down the shitter after that. So who knows what Miami can do for the long haul, especially in a COVID season. But this over under is set at sixty one and a half. Um, oh damn! Yeah, that's a lot of points to score. For well, I was going to say I got it at sixty three for what it's worth. You got it at sixty three. Well, with that being the case, that confirms what I was thinking anyway. So I'm going to go ahead and take the over on this one. Uh, I feel like Bill is going to come in and try to make a statement, and uh, I. I I think Miami is going to be able to score, but they're not going to be able to stop Clemson. So I'm I'm going to take the over. I mean, that's only like a, a 32-30 game, so that's very realistic in this case. Sunshine coming fresh off that engagement looking to score a lot of points. He got engaged? Yeah, don't you remember we talked about that oh, on the show? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Jeez. I, I forgot I forgot what we were doing, Kramit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, interview well, Napper Roots and forget our roots. Cool, dude. I yeah. forget everything after that interview. <laughs> I was shook for a good. I was glad Drew was leading off because I was like, "What do we do? Ne- what is this show? What do we do on our show after that?" And then I'm like, "Oh, that's right. We gotta we gotta do a thing here." Uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, that is where we're gonna lock it in. Uh, Clemson. I'm taking the over at sixty one and a half. Scott, uh, wait, you, 61 and a half. You want to try to bet, want me to try to bet you down? 
Nah, man. I think here's what I think you need to do on these. This is how I think you need to take your. Uh, you tell me what to think. I think you need to instead of betting what we say on the show, bet yeah. the opposite. <laughs> like just whatever no, no, we no, say, no, no. The, I, bet the, the opposite, and don't definitely parlay don't it. bet whatever I say. Don't well, parlay it either though, because we always have one person that wins. What? We always have like one person that wins. So if you parlay it, the parlay is going to lose every single time. I'm not betting parlays, man. <laughs> okay. I'm betting us. Ev- I'm betting us all individually, and then every once in a while we'll do a teaser on top of it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so do you want me to bet you? Uh, you're taking what sixty one and a half? I'm or taking no, the 63? over on sixty one. I'd take the over on sixty three too. I don't care. Fuck it. I mean, you tell me where you want to. I'm putting money down here. You pick where you want me to put the money. Put money. the over. I'm mashing the over, baby. I'm mashing it. He's just mashing the over. We're not going to buy no points. No, nope, mash the, the over. over. Don't care. We're mashing it. That's love that's what it. we're going to do. Uh, I love mashing rope. <laughs> All right, we're running low on time. Let's get into this next segment. This is a new segment that I want to do. This one is called For Real or For Real Real. Uh, and in this segment, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at some of the uh, the teams that are at the top of the standings. And I want to know from you guys, are they for real or are they for real, real? Okay. Uh, so oh, Biscuit bouncing out. Thank you, Biscuit. Great interview. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That was a, a fantastic interview. We didn't have much to do on that one. We just started off a conversation and let Scales do his thing. Uh, all right. So for real or for real, real, we'll start in the AFC East. Buffalo Bills are currently 4-0. Scott, are they for real or are they for real, real? Buffalo Bills, sign me up, baby. For real, real. For real, real. Drew, do you agree? Buffalo Bills are for real, real? Or you think they're just for real? I think they're for real, real to make the playoffs, but I just think they're real. So you're, you're leaning more towards for real more than... For real. Yeah, I guess so. Like they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're not gonna do anything. So they're like for real. I'm gonna put them. I I think the Bills are. Uh, I would say they're closer to for real, real. Uh, only because that that conference is just so terrible. Eventually, like that division is garbage. Well, right? eventually the Patriots I, were gonna run out. Of I was school. gonna say no. Like the, somebody had to win it. The Patriots are gonna win the division. The Bills make the playoffs, and the Bills lose in the first game they play. Well, that's interesting because the AFC North is looking like the team that could uh, put out some wild cards because we'll go there next. Uh, the Steelers sitting at 3-0. and They obviously had a game that was postponed, but they're ahead uh, in the division at 3-0. and So, Drew, are the Steelers for real or are they for real real? They're for real real. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're riding with Ben? I mean, again, I'm looking at playoff teams here, and that's that's my judgment level is that, yeah, the Steelers, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not sure they could win a couple games or burn out early. I don't know, but they're they're for real, real in terms of making the playoffs. Scott? Yeah, I'm in the same boat as uh, Drew. I don't think – I think that it's last year, you know, Ben got injured and things just kind of fell apart there, so they looked worse than they actually were. So I, I would, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of people that were celebrating and saying, oh, this is it. You know, they're finally done. But um, I think they're closer to for real, real than they are for real. But I mean, I'm not buying them doing much in the playoffs because, you know, I just don't see like I, I wouldn't put them up against, you know, they're not going to be the Chiefs. I, I wouldn't. They're not complete. 
I wouldn't pick them to beat the Ravens. So it's like all the teams in the yeah. AFC, like they'll get there, but they ain't beating nobody. Well, and I glossed over the Chiefs because I think we can all agree the Chiefs are for real, real. Like that's it. Right, They're yeah. the team yeah, to yeah, beat. Yeah. They're for real, real. Like we're not even going to, we don't even have to talk about them. The next team, though, that could potentially challenge the Chief, although if you base it off the Monday night game, then maybe not. The Ravens sitting at three and one in that AFC North. Are they for real or are they for real, real? They're for real, real. They are. No. Yeah. The never for real, real. No, the Ravens. The oh, Ravens. Browns, the Ravens. No, the Ravens. No, the Ravens. Oh, I'm sorry. The I thought Ravens. you went to the Browns. No, oh, no I, Okay, God. I was like, Scott, Whew. seriously? I thought this was an easy no, one. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Ravens, yeah, the Ravens are for real, real. Although, I will say, that diagram to on how you beat, it's very much... Um, I hate to say it, but it, it, it's very familiar because the, the 49ers under Harbaugh, it, like the, the Ravens remind me so much of the other Harbaugh, yeah. the 49ers Harbaugh. Like it, if you can slow down that, that passing attack even a little bit and then force them to just run, like as good as their defense is, like it, they, they'll struggle to put points up against like good teams. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're for real, real. I just think that they have to like capitalize on it. Like they have to catch the other team slipping just a couple of times. Otherwise, it's going to be a short trip again. I agree. And I would also, I'd go so far as to say Lamar is for real, real. He just needs like a, a little bit more confidence. Like you can't come out and say the Chiefs are your kryptonite. You got to have the confidence to be like, they got us, but we're going to get them in the playoffs. Like you can't, you, that's, and, and that's just, you know, being a young guy in the league that he's got to, he's got to learn that you got to have that confidence to always be willing to win. The other, yeah, he just needs that killer instinct. I feel like right. he's like lacking a little bit. Like I feel like he had it last year and then that first, that, them losing in that first game yeah. being the number oh. one seed and it was so him. ugly too though it yeah. was such an ugly loss like it'd be different if they lost on the last second drive or something but man they were not even in the game they weren't uh, i'm sorry let's go uh, uh, uh matt Barr saying the bills are the second best team in the afc that's a bold claim for matt Barr there Ooh, uh i don't know if i can solid, i don't i don't know if i can back that one up i would i'll go third best yeah, I, I potentially third, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I can third get third. Um, he's saying Josh Allen is for real. I think he means for real, real. Uh, all right, let's do the other AFC mm. North team that's three and one. The the Cleveland Browns three and one over five hundred for the first time since twenty fourteen. Are they for real? Or are they for real, real? For real. <laughs> Yeah. Like, because the Browns to me are always going to be the week one Browns that we saw. I don't even care what's happened the last three weeks. The week one Browns that we saw was like, oh, yeah, they played in the last like they their wins are against what the Bengals, Washington and who else? Who else? The Cowboys. They, the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Who and they almost gave that one up. Good. Right. And they almost <laughs> gave that one up. So they're that's this feels a lot like a, a paper three and one at this point, not a legit three and one. I mean, like, look, they beat the teams they should beat if they're a good team, but they're going to fade when they play other good teams. I don't well, know. That sounds very basic, but like, it's well, and it the, here's the thing about the Browns. Like th- they were supposed to be three and one last year. Like last year, everybody was on that Cleveland Browns hype train last year. They all that all together. And then this year, everybody was like, no, 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 wait, we're not buying that shit again. So I don't know why anybody would all of a sudden jump back on it because they beat some garbage teams. And, you know, they like, I still look at week one and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the Browns. And at, at some point that Browns team is exactly who we're going to get. At, you know, for most of the season. So no, they're, they're not for real. 
They're for real. Um, all right, so uh, the last right. AFC team uh, that we're going to talk about because I, I think we can skip the Colts at three and one, but the Titans at three and zero, oh, another team that has a, a, a postponed game. Uh, are the Titans? I mean, they were a playoff team last year. Are they for real? Or are they? For I real prefer real? the autocorrect from the, the tits. Uh, doc yes, I agree hang with on, that too. hang on. That was not an autocorrect. That was a specific choice on my part oh. to call them oh, the tits. Okay. Yes, that the was. It, it, cool. it gets brought up in the group all the time. They call them the tits, and I like that. So. So uh, the tits, okay. uh, three and zero. Are they for real? Or are they for real? Real? Good God! I I honestly real? don't know what to think about the Titans. I mean, they Will made they that run last it? year. They yeah, they they've got they've all got COVID. They made that run last year. It's still Ryan Tannehill. He, at any time, he can turn in a pumpkin. I don't know. Like I still expect somehow that they'll blow it. But then I look up and there they are. So I don't know. So we're leaning. We're literally smack in the middle on this team. We're like, I don't know. They're a team that could do. I mean, they, they could go either way. When was the last time they played? It's almost been two weeks because I don't think That's they're playing point. this weekend either. No, right? they're not going to play this weekend. There's no way so, they play this weekend. Uh, they may not real? play again. They might. They might That's ruin saying, the NFL season. Right? Um, all right, we're running low on time. We still got to do that sports, so let's do uh, some quick ones in the NFC. Uh, the Seahawks out west, four and zero for real or for real, real. Fuck them, abstain. <laughs> Drew, for real? For real, real. For real, real. Yeah, Russ has that team cooking right now. I'd, I'd go for real, real. Uh, Rams, three and one. Uh, Fuck them, abstain. <laughs> Drew, for real or for real, real? For real? I, there's no way the Rams are for real. Yeah, they're they're not for real, real. They are for real. That is a, that is a, a house of cards waiting to fall. Uh, the Packers, 4-0. Aaron Rodgers looking like uh, Aaron Rodgers again. Scott, for real or for real, real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, they're, they're for real, real. They'll, they'll do their Packers thing. They'll finish 12-4 and four or 13-3 and you know three and look amazing and then shit the bed in the playoffs because that's what they do. I so. wanted you to abstain and say fuck them again. You <laughs> missed it. Ah, you missed the but, joke. But to be fair, you're right. The Packers, fuck them, abstain. <laughs> Hey, I didn't ruin the segment this time. Yes, Last time did. I lost my mind when Scott fucked up like that, but I didn't do hey, it Hey, see, time. I didn't even know we were doing that segment. Dude. That was something that was on the so, fly. Yeah, and, me neither, too, to, apparently. To be fair, I was doing it because it was NFC West, so yeah, that's sure. No, I knew why you were doing it, but I know there's the rivalry with the 49ers and Packers and 49ers yeah, fans. Hate. I, I really wanted. That's why I even put them in that order so that you can. Uh, <laughs> fine, fine. Uh, Drew Packers for real or for real, real? R E L A X. Relax. Oh, answer the question, yeah, bro. So like, that's real, real, bro. <laughs> Come on now, Eva A Rod. He's all over this, man. He's gonna throw fifty touchdowns, win the Super Bowl, and then tell Danica Patrick to just suck it because he's over her too. Did you just call him A A Rod? <laughs> A.A. Raj. It didn't come out well. <laughs> Raj is not a good... It's, so you went I, for the... I meant a, to say A.A. You went Ron, for the A.A. Ron joke, but did, you... Yeah, yeah, but then you switched to his last name and you just... Fuck Oh boy! Um, <laughs> NFC South, the Bucks leading the division at 3-1. and one. The Tampa Bay Bucks, are they... Uh, <laughs> for real, real, because they'll make the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, especially make it because nobody else is. I was going to say, and doesn't make me wrong in the NFC South. Like that was supposed to be the Saints. And then you see Drew Brees this year. And it's like, good Lord, what the fuck is with this division? 
So they're, they're garbage. Like, of course, the, the Bucks are going to make it. And then the other division leader. The division that nobody wants to win right the now. The Eagles at 1-2-1. One, and one. Are they for real <laughs> or for real, real? <laughs> they're for real, real, because somebody's got to win that division. <laughs> and it ain't going to be the Giants or the Washington football team. <laughs> the Cowboys are just going to finish at 8-8. Eight and eight. So... It's kind of the Eagles Wait, just, okay, hang on. So you think they're going to go about 500 do they, since they've got that tie? Uh, do that's they, what's going to push them over. The Eagles are going to win the division because of that tie against the Bengals. They can thank the Bengals for winning the division right now. Do they win the division at 7-8-1 and one, or do they go 8-7-1 and one and they have eight, a winning record? 8-7-1. and one. I want it to be 7-8-1. and one. And the Cowboys finish 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> because that's what they do. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> that would be amazing to. And to... you know, the shittiest part is that one win is against the 49ers for fuck's okay. sake. God damn it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's get into last call. And of course, last call brought to you by dugout mugs, baseball season, uh, the playoffs full effect. The only way to drink uh, during the baseball season is out of a baseball bat from Dugout Mugs. So hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your order. All your favorite teams, customizable designs, wine glasses, shot glasses, bottle openers. Hit them up, dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Uh, This week, uh, Scott, what were you drinking this week? I started with Vape Lord by Urban Family Brewing, strawberry bubblegum sour ale with vanilla. It wasn't nearly as bad. Like it actually, it it graduated, but it went from uh, all my life I've been poor to, but I still don't really matter no more. <laughs> like it, it's the most forgettable beer I think I've ever had, and it's the 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 strawberry champagne flavor stayed throughout. Like it's fine, it's whatever, but it's not anything I would recommend. Uh, so okay, fair enough. Uh, Drew, what were you drinking tonight? Uh, I was drinking that Gulo Gulo. Did you get uh, it opened? Yes, okay, I did. Good. good. And <laughs> I only have two cuts on my hands. It's fine. Um, because that's what happens, kids, when you try to open beer bottles on tables. Use your teeth. <laughs> well, look, I gotta keep the money maker intact for the show. Plus, it's a lot easier to do this off camera than this. You know, <laughs> that's but, fair. Uh, the Gulo Gulo, amazing beer. I've had it before. Love it. From my hometown in Ann Arbor again. Shout out Wolverine State Brewing Company. Um, it's just a solid fucking IPA, man. Like, great hops, great flavor, smooth drinking. Um, it's got a nice breathableness to it when you first crack it open. But fuck the University of Michigan. Point of clarification, that is not an IPA. It's an Imperial Pale Lager. A little bit of a difference there, bro. Get your Damn, beer you're styles right. right. I saw yeah. Indiana P, and I just autocorrected. Yep. Totally different style wow. of beer there, man. Uh, IPLs are actually pretty solid. I, I dig an IPL. Way to go, way to go Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I know. That's a thing. Yeah, fuck you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> uh, so on the scale from, on the Nappy Root scale from ah, oh, nah, hell nah, to y'all done up and done it, where's this one fall for you? Fody. All right, there you go. <laughs> Fody. I don't think you mean four zero RTY. 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 Thank you, Google. Yeah. Uh, I was drinking hashtag PSL pumpkin spice latte from Spice Trade Brewing. Uh, it has been a while since I've had a pumpkin beer that I am on board with. 
this beer is absolutely yawning up and done it because damn this was a good beer uh, i was really hoping that was good man. oh I, I am missing the days of just bomb ass pumpkin dude i was so nervous about this one because we've had a pumpkin spice latte beer on the the show before it was a nitro beer and we didn't really like uh, it no, it was not good yeah this one uh has just enough pumpkin flavor because the last time it was like more coffee like the coffee just overtook it this one has like a slight hint of coffee flavor but it's weird because it's a light beer it doesn't it's it's not a dark stout, which is it always fucks with my head when there's coffee flavor and it's a light beer. But there's just enough pumpkin, just enough spice. Uh, this basic bitch says y'all done up and done it on this one. So hashtag PSL is definitely a, a fantastic brew. This has been Last Call. Again, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Get 15% off your entire Shout order. Out. Thank you, Mike, for uh, the fantastic drop there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Little, little early, Mike. Get it right next time. All right, sorry, Mike. My bad. Uh, all right, fellas. We got like two minutes before we got to go. Uh, let's let's stick to sports real quick. Um, NBA Finals wrapping up on Friday. Yes. Go Heat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, MLB playoffs. Uh, Braves go gonna Braves. Braves are gonna advance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who you like in the uh, the other side of the the bracket? Astros, Padres, Padres Astros, and Yankees. Oh, the the other side. Go on, Astros I, and Yankees. I want the Astros to make it to the World Series just to piss everybody off. <laughs> Braves over Strohs and six. Oh, and then it, then it can okay. all be complete. The the circle can be complete. Everybody will bitch about the Astros, and everybody will remember this is the season that doesn't matter. So Atlanta will have gotten their ring that doesn't matter, and I can just put the bow on all of this bullshit as I called it that they would finally win the World Series in a year that it doesn't <laughs> so Scott, that's, that's what's going you'll happen. be happy right I mean I'll be happy but I was the person who said before all of this started that one it shouldn't be happening and two that there was going to be an asterisk next to whoever won it like this no motherfucker what will have uh, the World Series trophy as a zoom background the day after it happens and he'll do oh, it all no, off no, season no, 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 no. I mean, I'm no, for sure going to lean into it, but it, 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 I, I know that I will live a life of, yeah, that was that COVID year where they played 60 <laughs> games. Like, I, I'm, I'm already here. I'm already. <laughs> well, thank like, you. No, guys. Scott will have Cheryl doing the the jailhouse tattoo yeah, in the yeah. bedroom as they're throwing the final pitch. <laughs> like, he'll be stitching that thing on immediately. None of this is false. Uh, this has been a damn good show thank you all for tuning in we really appreciate it also shout out to fish scales from nappy roots for joining us today what an amazing interview if you missed any the of that best. go back and check it out yeah, uh you can was follow us on oh it was so good follow us uh on facebook uh twitter instagram at craft sports uh subscribe to the youtube channel shout out to belly up sports uh our our home here for our podcasting uh you subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcast we're found everywhere there also subscribe rate and review to all of the podcasts on the belly up sports network uh give them a, a follow corner booth podcast uh f in sports hardcore honeys there's so many Dude, good ones you, in the network guys do you ever find it hard to actually pretend like you're working following all the belly up sports? I, I, I just There's don't even too much content anymore. to consume and people are trying to make me do emails and stuff. I just don't like, follow work. So yeah. Like, I was going to say, I just don't work. I just, yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> okay. easy. Uh, That's true. But thank you to Belly Up. Uh, thank you for the the uh, the home that you've given us. Thank you to all of you for the shares, for the, the listens. We will see Absolutely. you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace. We out.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.